made the sign of the cross with her middle finger, blessing herself and telling me off in one pass, and muttered under her breath. Since Rosa obviously had the morning crowd under control, I checked the schedule. In my office, a six-by-four mirror pulsed, glowing orange in the darkness. I used masking tape to divide the mirror into slots for each day and hour, keeping a schedule that Grimm couldn't claim to not see. Monday morning... Liam had an appointment in the sewers where a group of mud men awaited the final flush. I hoped Svetlana brought her muck boots. Mikey needed to be down at the docks, where something on a container ship kept eating the night watchmen. If you are what you eat, something had a cholesterol count that might kill it. I looked at my name and saw the whole day blocked out without explanation. The column next to mine looked identical. "'Morning, Marissa.' Does this outfit make my eyes look more or less yellow? I recognized Ari's voice and couldn't help but smile. In the doorway to my office, Ariana Thrompson stood dressed in a yellow tracksuit. The yellow made her red hair look two shades lighter, and it made the diseased yellow of her eyes look even more diseased and yellow. Ariana Thrompson, my best friend. Also princess, and witch. Don't hold those last two against her. The first you could blame on her parents, the second on an evil queen who forced Ari to use too much magic at once. Looks better. I looked at her dead on, to remind her that regardless of how other people treated her, she was still just Ari to me. Witches didn't get many smiles, and most folks would stare at the ceiling rather than meet her gaze. You and I have some sort of all-day engagement. I'm meeting Wyatt for lunch. I wish it were an engagement. Ari narrowed her eyes at me, then looked past me to the board. Despite the fact that her eyes had neither pupils nor irises, she could see perfectly well. In fact, if what you were looking for was a spirit spell or curse, she saw better than me. Ari read the schedule, then put one hand to the bracelet on her wrist. A simple gold bracelet, the key to our communication with the fairy godfather. Bastard Grimm, you come here this instant. Using Grimm's first name was something even I avoided, and I outranked Ari. The calendar faded from the mirror, and Grimm swirled into view. He adjusted his coat, looking every bit the English butler I always imagined him as. Ladies, how may I assist you? I was going to have lunch with my prince. Ari crossed her arms and tapped her foot. Grimm took off the heavy black glasses he wore, revealing eyebrows like a yeti. "'Young lady, I'm sorry. We require your assistance. I'll make it up to you. Reservations to anywhere in the city.' "'What exactly are we supposed to be doing?' I went around to my desk and opened my ammo drawer. "'Marissa, you always say I never let you travel for business. I think today I'll correct that. You are going to visit another realm.' Grimm's calm smile left me worried. "'I travel to other realms?' Inferno, a few times. It was better than the Department of Licensing. I'd been to a fairy's realm as well and would rather not go back. Which one? Avalon? Say Avalon. Or Atlantis? Grimm looked down. Nowhere near as extravagant. We've suffered an influx of goblins for the last few weeks, and I believe it prudent to check the health of the realm seal. Of course. The realm seal, if it looked like the others, was a giant ball of lightning that acted as a barrier between realms. Part magic construct, part physical creatures, the realm seals required constant attention to keep them healthy. Grimm couldn't go himself, but that didn't mean he couldn't send others. 
I don't want to go to the forest. I want to go to Avalon. You don't have enough frequent flyer miles built up, but we'll talk about it afterward. Meet me at the portal in fifteen minutes. Grim faded out. Look at it this way. You'll get to shoot at least one goblin, and I'll be that much happier to see Wyatt tonight. That was Ari, always trying to salvage a bad situation. There's no point in shooting goblins. They're dumber than the bullets in my gun. As a matter of fact, in a trivia contest, I'd bet on the bullets. Grim reappeared in a burst of light in every reflective surface in my office. He spoke from all of them at once. Code Maud, Marissa. I need you in my office immediately. Alone. Grim kept his tone calm, his eyes fixed on me. Not good. I ran down the hall, threw open the door, ready for murder, mayhem, or destruction. The air conditioner's hum competed with the murmur of the crowds in the waiting